This week, the state of Israel nominated eight inspiring Israeli women. How many do you know? A fire destroys 20 years of Jewish music memorabilia. How you can help. And laughter is no laughing matter. Or is it? This is the Weekly Squeeze with Hanala and... Jamie Geller. Jamie! Oh, what a treat. I thought you would say Hanala. Oh, Hanala Geller. That's my real name. Right. And my real name is Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up wishing for a second name, but Jamie wasn't it. Uh, what was it wasn't say? in what, the cards for me. What did you wish no, for? No second name. I was just Hannah. Oh, yeah, when like did we add the up. la? So I was Hanala, I was Hanchala, I was Hanchkes, I was, you know, the, the Yiddish yeah. style of whatever the name was. But did anyone actually call you Hannah growing up? So my passport is Jamie Hanala Geller. Okay. It's my official legal name. Chanel. Uh, right. <laughs> it's very funny because they actually, it's Hanala. Okay. But my mom spells it with an H, so it's right. Hanala. Hanala, sure. I'm Jamie Hanala Geller. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I went to like a Jewish day school. So in the Limude Kodesh uh, classes they actually call you by your Hebrew name right and um, so yeah very much so well I'm glad you went with Jamie because Jamie is just a household name that rolls easily <laughs> off the tongue you want to hear the craziest thing always when I went to write my first books I went to the publisher I went to Feldheim and I thought this is it I became from I'm writing a kosher cookbook and I said you know uh, quick and kosher recipes from the bride who knew nothing by Hannah Lageller. Okay, and they and were like negative. <laughs> they actually said the book is really great. We think it uh, has a great potential to reach a lot broader audience. Do you have a more American name you could go by? And you're like, rawr, rawr. I was like, I was literally Jamie for the first 20 years until I walked into this office. I guess I'll be Jamie again. Well, I'm glad that you went with Jamie also because. I'm Hanala, and I can't cook. <laughs> so people would be confused. What do you mean? You us. do cook or you don't cook? And by the way, I can't sing. Right. So that's so, how we make a perfect Yeah, we make pair. a complete person. Yes. I'm Hanala. not teaching you how to sing. So please no, don't teach me how to cook. You can't even try. Right. I feel and, the same way. And I, by the way, I don't actually like teaching cooking. Right. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, okay, I just want to come hang out. So we could just be friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the Weekly Squeeze podcast. There is so much to talk about. Um, it's been a crazy week here in the land of Israel, and I want to get to all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, all the interesting stuff, and everything in between. So here we go. The first thing we're going to talk about is this post from the state of Israel. Now, usually we do Insta news at the end okay. of the segment. Okay, can but, wait. Yeah, but this was something can we talk I... about something else first? Oh, no. I have we... something to say. Yes. I love you. Oh, my God. That's okay, so fine. nice. Okay, That's what I want to say so, first. Okay. I was like, when can I incorporate that into the podcast? So it's like a Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day uh, sentiment. Okay, go ahead. Thank Back you. to business. Feelings mutual. That's right. So the state of Israel posted something on Instagram, the eight most inspiring women in Israel's history. And Whoa. I, yeah. And, and then they asked people to nominate who they thought would be you know, should be on that list. You, and I nominate you, Thank you. So maybe we'll make it okay. on next year's okay. list. So these are the eight Israeli women that Israel feels that we should know. Gagadot. Yes. Okay. I don't watch movies. Me neither. Right. But I know Gagadot's a big Correct. celebrity and a superstar and Correct. she posted herself baking hamantashen with yeah. her kids. So as so long as she stands up for the Jewish people when she can and she's not a flaming left-wing liberal fanatic, right. I could deal with Gagadot being... Right? Okay. Granted. Uh, Ofra Chaza. Wow, that's like from my mom's age. Right? I think my mom loved Ofra Chaza. As a singer, did you have any connection to so her I'll before tell you. Now? Well, first of all, I covered a song called The Crown of Creation that's 
originally her song. Wow. That's Ofra? Yes. I grew up singing that in Sama Shechter. Okay, so that's Ofra Chaz's song. Right. And then when I was in Yafo, in the old city of Yafo, running around right. in my touring you know, days. I, love how you're, I feel like you're always running around, by the way. Lately, I've been a little less, okay. but we'll get to that soon. So there's actually a little Ofra Chaz-like museum okay. um, in one of these coffee shop somewhere in a spiel. Okay. I couldn't even give you directions fine. unless you were with them. me. Yeah, okay. And they celebrate her Yemenite heritage and, you know. Yeah. So Ofer Chaza was born in Tel Aviv. She was nicknamed the Madonna of the East. I hear that. Okay. She was an iconic musical artist, Grammy Award winning nominee. She revolutionized the spread of Mizrahi music. Um, she was in the Eurovision 1983. Wow. Uh, we listened to her as a kid growing yeah. up. And yeah, Israel feels that she's just a super inspiring woman still, even though she passed away young and she had some addiction issues. And wow, wow. She's quoted as saying, my childhood was filled with music and singing and a passion for traditional Yemenite songs picked up so, from well, my it's mother. It's interesting what you just said, because first of all, obviously there's certain people that are trailblazers in industries, but then you said some other things at the end of her life, which does that make her like an inspiring figure or not? I, Is I it someone we want to celebrate or not? Well, I think that we have to put everything in perspective and recognize, as we know from the whole Chaim Waldner catastrophe, that a person could accomplish tremendous things and inspire people and change the world for the better and still have very, very um, strong demons that, you know, control other areas of their life. And I think as Jewish people, it's nice to celebrate, you know, the positive traits as long as they didn't hurt anyone. Here it appears as, you know, that she hurt herself. Herself, Right. right. So that's sad, but her music lives on. Okay. Next, Golda Meir. Oh, Golda. Well, yeah. first, my mom's name is Goldie. My mom's going to come up a lot in this podcast just because I love her. Okay. Too, you yeah. and my mom and my, and my hubby. He's yeah. not going to listen. So, But I love you too, hubby. Okay. And my mom always felt so, so proud. As an immigrant from Transylvania to Pennsylvania, her name Goldie was so weird to the people in like Northeast Philadelphia. And she was felt so proud that there was like a famous Golda. Like validated. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. So Golda Meir is a legend. Correct. I would say first and only female prime minister in Israel. Next. Now, this I was thinking, should I skip it? Should I not skip it? And so you're looking. I'm like, what am I looking at? Talin Abuhana. There's actually two Arab women on this list. The only thing is she's not, she wasn't born a woman. <laughs> Are you serious? I'll tell you the truth. Because this is a family-friendly yes. podcast, okay. I think we'll just leave it at okay. that. Um, she's on the list. I wouldn't have put her on the list, okay. but teach their own. Speedy! We have a little crush on Speedy Beedy on this podcast. Okay. Somehow okay. she ends up being in every episode. She's a sweetheart. She, sometimes I just see her running speeding by can, my window. Can I tell you something? I yeah. have her socks. What do you mean? Isn't that the craziest thing? We have for Aish, we had a women's mission, Destiny. It's like a, you know, one week mission for women across Israel. And someone came from Philadelphia. Beedy had just been there on tour. And apparently she left her socks in Philadelphia. And so they knew that this woman was coming to Israel. So she carried in a brown paper bag it says Beatty Deutsch a pair of her socks now I'm like are these did her lucky win, socks did she win a, yeah right. I was like race? why do we need these socks like, I would be just leave them in Philadelphia yeah. I don't need them back and the woman gave them to me because I said I live near Beatty she said could you please deliver these socks oh, so now I, I have that. a brown paper bag of Beatty socks now for two weeks I told her I have your socks she's very busy she's like I'll be there I'm like okay Okay, so I, I think she, she might she probably has two pairs of socks. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope her so. Her feet might be chafed. Oh, poor girl. So we love BD. She is a champion. She's won first place in over eight races, including in Miami's wow. marathon. Wow. And I know her. You know her. Yeah, she's, she's a special a, person. She raises money for, for her organization. Betaniela. Betaniela in Tor Hadassah right yes. here. And she's quoted as saying, fear holds us back. Belief moves us forward. What do you have to lose? Nothing, apparently. Right. Um, well, <laughs> try to catch up to her. Right. 
Hannah Senish. Oh, wow. I love So about I her didn't up. know what? who she was. Oh, oh, do you know her Another song? Another Hannah. So, yeah. So, oh, Ailey, God. Ailey. Oh, my God. I'm like crying. Yeah. I'm, I'm mama's crying. So I sing it like a moment. No, I, I don't know it well enough, okay, fine. honestly. But I, I we mentioned her in another podcast when yeah. we were talking about Israeli women on street signs. Yeah. And she's on a street sign in Yerushalayim. She is. Um, she was a poet, a Zionist. She was in the army. She was captured, tried yes. for treason, executed in 1944 yes. in Hungary. And her legacy lives on. Yes. She was quoted as saying, in my life's chain of events, nothing was accidental. Everything happened according to an inner need. An inner need? What does that mean? I don't know. I guess she was motivated by certain things to do things differently. Because I was about to say everything is so true hashkafically, and then you have to say by a higher power. It was right. interesting that by an inner need was the punctuation on that sentence. Right, so I don't know where hashkafas, but it could be that she wanted to be in the army and a trailblazer because she had this strong uh-huh. fire burning from within. So, she, you know, that's her identity. Uh, I don't know who this is. Hold on, I'm looking. Rachel Haber? That's no. Rabbinate actually, Rachel Hape. Okay. It's funny because I saw Rachel and I thought it was going to be like the Supreme Court Justice in New York, Rachel or Rachel But she's something. not an Israeli. All right, I guess so. Fine. So, okay. I, we don't know who she is between Jamie and I. We, we just don't know who she is, which is interesting. But she is the chairman of Matnas Chaim, an organization that raises awareness for kidney donations. Since the establishment of the organization, 1,203 Israelis have donated a kidney. Wow. So that's a big deal. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Our dream is for Israel to be the first place in the world not to have a waiting list for a kidney donation. Wow. But on the contrary, for people to stand in line to donate. And I believe and hope that we will achieve this. Wow. I can get behind that. Yeah. Tzadikis. Right there. Mm. Last woman on the list. Another Arab woman. I don't know who she is. She's a news anchor, a journalist, an actress, and a television host. But yay for her for being on the list of some incredible Jewish women. And that brings us to the... And not incredible Jewish women. It's incredible Israeli Israeli women. I stand corrected. (laughs) (laughs) Yalla. Okay. Have you ever been to the Israel Museum? I have. I love, love, love going there. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the most beautiful museums probably I think in the it's world. Fantastic. Well, obviously everything that's the most beautiful in the world is here. That's right. Sorry, not at all biased, but <laughs> I absolutely love going there. We've gone as a family and actually for our anniversary, which Hubby and I just celebrated our eighteenth, we wanted to awesome go enough. there. Instead our eighteenth coincides with our daughter's birthday, so um we uh took her out for a day of shopping instead. But yeah. <laughs> Should really... I tell the people where I saw you on yeah, your eighteenth you anniversary? Tell. Yes, you were having breakfast with your husband at the Waldorf and I thought that was very sweet and romantic. Yeah. And you were right where you belong because yeah. Jamie at the Waldorf I love it and I got to see perfect sense Hanala and her mamala yeah and I loved her my mother was fangirling she was so cute. oh my gosh she's like tell Jamie I really wanted to just sit at a table but I recognized that it was her anniversary so I just backed away she's quietly so sweet I loved her <laughs> she's full of life um so she went with one of her machatanim my sister's married to an Israeli and mm-hmm. my sister's mother-in-law is an American who lives here in Israel wow. so she took my mother to the Israel Museum sparing me the 50th visit of my life because right. I've gone so many times <laughs> But I'm almost disappointed because there's a new exhibit. Yeah. Did you know that in the museum there's a children's library that is categorized by illustrators? No, I did not know that. So you go into the library and instead of seeing all the authors in ABC order, right. you see illustrators that might have done a series of books for different authors. Very beautiful. Which is, makes sense for Correct. a museum. Very much so. And the illustrations are really what brings the book to life. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So this is really interesting. There is a children's book illustrator named Hila Hafkin, a woman. And she's illustrated about 180 books or so. You could see here. Beautiful. Yeah. You, you've gotten them from the Ganim, the PBJ PJ books. PBJ Library? Yeah, PBJ, yeah. So you see some of yeah. her, her work there. 
And she started painting on ostrich eggs. Yeah, you're I saw because I, I saw it this morning. Where on Times of Israel? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so you're in the know. Yes. Okay, good. I know stuff, That's why I have Correct. you here. That's why you're my <laughs> distinguished co-host. So, in an exhibit called "Which Came First, the Story or the Egg?" Her ostrich eggs. Yeah. Are, I didn't know you can get ostrich eggs in Israel. Um, I'm, I didn't know either. And more are they than kosher? That, <laughs> I'm asking a chef. I mean, I'm not a rabbi. I, I think I've are ostriches seen them. kosher? No. No, but the eggs. I think I've seen them on different menus and things. Can we Google that? On the spot? I mean, maybe not. We let's let the people. We, let's let we them always, tell us. I always put random facts in just to see if people okay. are listening. Okay. Ostrich eggs are kosher. Now okay. people are frantic. <laughs> no, they're not. I love them. Okay. Okay. okay, thank you. Yes. So she... We get it wrong for the engagement. Exactly. So she paints on these ostrich eggs. They're very, very beautiful. Ostrich eggs are nothing to write home about unless you make them beautiful. Unless you paint them. Right. And now they're hanging, as you can Does see. Does she drain them before she paints them? Um, or I, like if someone crashes into them, is stuff going to go everywhere? I guess you'll have to go to the Israel Museum and find to out. To find out. Yeah. We'd love someone to write in about that also. Yeah, exactly. Some unruly American yeah. smashes <laughs> into the exhibit. So this was very sweet. I always recommend that people go to the Israel Museum. The funniest part of this article, which you probably forgot because you didn't, probably didn't read no, I every just read the headline. Right. I don't have time. Of course, I just need to know what's going on. Well, that's why out. we have a podcast. You Next. can listen to all the extra Bubba Mice okay. on the Weekly Squeeze. No. This is hilarious. She writes, I forgot a pita in the microwave. And when I took it out, I said, It looks like an old lady. And she began painting on the pita bread. So maybe she's going to have an exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> that has never happened to me, by the way. Oh, it happens to me all the time. You just start painting on no, stuff I burn, that's over I leave things in the no, oven that for too part, long. Yeah, but then start painting on it. Well, like, I'm not an artist. Art out of something that I've burnt. No, I have not. No, done I that. just burn things and throw it out the yes. window. That's my. Uh, that's how I've started my career by burning toast. Did you? Yeah, that was the beginning. Well, here you are, all these yeah. years later, and let's just get back to Jamie Geller for a second, because for people who live in America, Jamie, you haven't been an American for a while. I mean, you are an American, right. but you haven't been American. Based, America based for a while now. Right. So, those of us in Israel have the unique privilege of seeing you and knowing you. And we like to see each other all the time. We just saw each other yesterday. I know, running while you were at Rebar. So random. I know. So, that's why I was so excited when I saw this article because I'm like, this is the perfect article to discuss. With with you. <laughs> Tel Aviv welcomes their latest luxury hotel. Yes. Did you hear about that? Well, first of all, I knew it was coming years before you knew. Oh. I know stuff, I told you. I know. The general manager of the Kempinski was the general manager of the Waldorf Story Jerusalem. We worked a lot together there. Also the general manager at the Ritz-Carlton Herzliya, so we worked a lot together there. So I see that there's this gorgeous hotel going up in Tel Aviv, and my first thought is, do we need more luxury hotels in Tel Aviv? So first of all, why not? I don't know. I, I don't know. I live only... in an apartment here in Bajan. Right, yeah. <laughs> I right. don't know I think fa- it's only good for Israel when international luxury brands come here. Mm-hmm. It helps become a destination for international travels. It helps support the tourism industry. Everything about it is fantastic. Right. I love okay, it. Okay, so it's clearly very high-end because there's going to be staff members dressed head-to-toe in red who are personal concierges. I mean, the whole idea of personal concierge is not new. That's a true Waldorf experience. Is something that comes from a, four, a five-star luxury hotel. Okay. Excuse me not four five star luxury is the five hotel star? of course it's the Walter for story the I whole know, concept I'm of only, the I'll five tell you star luxury rating she has nothing to do with Jews 
We can. We can oh, never be pleased. Just, yes. Exactly. Because <laughs> Jews a, ruin it's, everything. It's a guyish rating. That's I'm just why saying. we can't have nice things. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's like because we always are very hard to please. It's a terrible thing. But that concept of five star luxury international chain, absolutely. Right. Um, the thing that you'll see here, the chef is one of my favorite kosher chefs in the world, Chef Morcone. He's a mm-hmm. dear friend. Mm-hmm. But one thing about this hotel, which is really interesting, I don't know if you noticed, Hanala, in any of the pictures that you were scanning, there is not one balcony. What? In this hotel. What does that mean? Go look. Go look at the picture they showed you. Why don't they show you a balcony view? Just scan, scan there. Oh, she inside because or outside? it's wall-to-wall windows? Yeah, but I but mean, who, you're who on the beach. doesn't want fresh air? You need to get out to be in Is a glass box. Is that like a design box. flaw? They're like, no, oh boy, think... we put the building up. We forgot the balconies. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't I, go for sookies right, 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 unless right, you're right, on the ground correct, floor. correct. But isn't it really crazy? I think a beachfront hotel, I think any hotel in general should have a balcony room. I think that's part of being a luxury, you know, property. But to not be able to go out and spread your wings, I feel like to be in a glass box, however beautiful it is, can feel very confining. Well, that's it. I am not going to stay at this fancy five-star hotel for $3,000 a night. I will stay right here in my big chemistry apartment. And how much balcony? With three patios. You're right. So you have the most gorgeous outdoor views. I have everything I need for free. That's it. Five-star here. Exactly. Baruch Hashem. One more small piece of Israel news before we get to the Israel incident of the week or the three Israel incidents yeah. of the week, which we'll only touch on lightly. Okay. Dozens of children go missing on a desert hike. Did My you hear this? My kids were on their hike that day. So you started freaking out? So thank God I heard about the news only after. Okay. But both my boys um, in the school they're in, I think was fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, were on a hike. And the Menahel, the um, to the principal of their school, was calling every five seconds, are you guys okay? Because when the news hit, everyone was going crazy. Okay, so for people listening, listeners, yeah. for people listening, listeners, uh, there were a group of Israeli kids on a hike, which is fairly normal in this country. Very, the weather is gorgeous, yeah. finally. And the hikes are under- wonderful, and they're subsidized by the government. Like, it's part of the curriculum to go hike. Totally. Yeah. And there's trained guides and yes, soldiers. This of course. is not chaplap. Like, let's just not go at walk all. in the forest. Not at all. That's why when the news came out, especially on a week like this week, yeah. everyone was like, uh-oh, what now? And the year that I arrived here in Israel, there was this crazy story with the flooding yeah. that actually ended very badly. Oh, my gosh. So we I were all that. like, Kitov. they found the Thank kid, God. they had separated, whatever. Yeah. And if you are coming to Israel, this is just a reminder, whether you live here or if you're coming to visit, when you go hiking, know what you're doing, people, because a lot of innocent uh, hikers get into very bad situations where they're either left without water or injured, or bitten by something, or sun, you know, suffering yeah, from sunstroke, or something weather related that they were not oh, lost, of course, or weather related that they were not aware of, but that the after shocks or after effects even can affect their hiking. Right. So be mindful. There yeah. actually is an app that I personally can't figure out because I have no sense of direction. But there is an app that you can put on your phone that will tell you which hikes to go on and okay. what course you're on. Right. And you know that's a good option. Right. But this was a story that had had a happy, happy ending. ending. Thank you, Hashem. Unfortunately, we had a very traumatic week here in Israel that doesn't seem to be over anytime soon. There was an incident this morning in the yeah. south. And, you know, everyone is on Shpilkas a little bit. But for those of you um, who are worried about coming to Israel and being here in Israel as an Israeli, as a proud Israeli, yeah. as somebody who doesn't know what it means to be fearful. <laughs> I saw you yesterday. You're like, not afraid. Still not, not afraid. afraid. I'm, Still I, not afraid. I, I will admit that when I was on the train, you know, some dude got on with a backpack and I'm thinking... Yeah. He l- such a girly backpack. Why is he holding right. such a, like you start having these Michigan thoughts? Correct. Right. I um sometimes so when I go into H so sometimes I'll park at the hotel and sometimes I'll park in the Rover parking lot. And I actually was thinking, should I insist on a hotel spot today? Because I didn't even want to walk in the old city. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, 
I'm not going to do, do it. That. Don't Correct. do that. Correct. I just right. parked with no fear, consideration, confidence, thoughtfulness, safety, smart, and be and, and yeah. just Hashem. No, you know, we don't know. Correct. We have to pray for our brothers and sisters who are suffering from their losses. Correct. And if you're in Chutzlaret, you should daven for Eretz Yisrael and your regular davening, obviously, with Kavana. And certainly come tour and travel and show the world Absolutely. that we are not afraid. I actually, it's full of tourists right now, by the I, way. Thank God. I saw God. a video I of the Hashem. airport. I know. I was in Tel Aviv airport like three, two months ago for, yeah. for a wedding. My sister got married and it was just starting to pick up and the lines were quiet. And now it's like full capacity. Yeah. And I was thinking, why does Ben Gurion have an Instagram account? Apparently they have an Instagram That's account. so funny. Yes. I would love to manage that Instagram account. <laughs> I would. Do you need one more thing to do with your life? No, Hanula? I don't. But right. I, it would be so entertaining because the j- most Jewish airport in the world. What yeah. is going on there? The totally. things that you could story correct, about. Correct. I hear that. Like complete chaos. Do they have a good Instagram account? I don't know. I think they just opened it because okay. they were encouraging everyone to follow it. But unless okay. it becomes like a funny one, a funny one. No, yeah, you're like, well, it needs to be entertaining. And there's a lot yeah. of fodder for entertainment. Correct. Oh, for that, sure. Right? I feel like we could use a little light entertainment out of Israel as well. Okay, before we get into our next segment, I want to tell you about a product that was delivered to my doorstep. And I was so pleased because sometimes people want to give you something when you're an influencer and you're like, I really don't need this product. But okay, fine, I'll take it. But this is a product that actually could use and I was told specifically to give one to Jamie Geller. So Are you you're serious? getting one too. Do they know I was coming or they're just like no, find her and give it to her? No, they did not know you were coming. I promise you they did not know you were coming. I, they dropped really off funny. four rolls. So Pesach counter covers Ooh. are these Awesome green plastic sheets that are sticky. You stick them onto your counter. Wow. And then after Pesach, you simply peel them off and toss them into the garbage. Now, if you live in Israel, you probably buy, I know that I do, I buy these roll wrap things. Don't even. Right. And I have no patience. Not at all. So I'm cutting it with a knife, exacto knife. And And I never do it right around the sink. Never. Yeah. And then the pieces of the wood. And the water gets under. Yes, it does. So here you go, people. You can get them on Amazon. Pesach counter covers. They're perfect for your kitchen. You can put them around your sink. You could put them on the table. $34.49. That's how much they are. They're available on they're Amazon. Nice they were actually, yeah, they're a pretty color. I was thinking about it because people like like the spaceship vibe. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say, like, we're ready for liftoff. <laughs> if they're you know, clear, like... <laughs> if they're clear, it's like it's not pizza. Yeah, correct, they have correct, to be some correct, crazy green color. That's correct, correct. Yeah. And by the way, look, you can line your fridge shelves. Let's shift gears to okay. music news. Let's do and it. And then we'll go back to some food news. Okay. So you'll teach me something and I'll teach you I something. Mean, did I have to have food news prepared? No, 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 not Phew, at all. I love it. No. I love how you said like prepare nothing. I came no, with nothing. No, prepare nothing. Not even my hair. Just come with your personality. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Shades all at home. Tickle yeah. hair. Yeah. Totally, totally chill. So there was a fire this week in the Nachum Siegel oh my studios. Did you hear that? Hanala, yes. Terrible. It's heartbreaking. First of all, I know Nachum, of course. And um, it's unbelievable. Do we know what caused what? it? I don't know. I mean, it's a studio. There's a million electrical. So it wasn't like arson, God forbid, or anything like not that. that I, not that I know of. So for... But it's in the Lower East Side. It's like a... I, you ever like there? A of course. Yeah, me too. I've been also there for Naomi Nachman's show. Miriam Wallach, you mean? No, Naomi Nachman, Table she for Two. She had a show in a uh, radio show? Yeah. Oh. For many, many, many years. Like many years. Um, before podcasting was even cool, she had a radio show there. And I actually did... I've done it with her a lot remotely, but one time I even went to visit her down Lower East Side. So I also did an episode and with... I love Miriam Wallach. Yeah, so I did an episode with Miriam Wallach back in the day. Yeah. And what was so devastating about this is that even if he has insurance and he could replace the gear, it's yeah. the memorabilia. That's 20 yes. years of memory. And if you've been in that studio... Yeah. 
It's a piece it's of history. It's full of yeah. photographs with different celebrities. Yeah. Nachum Siegel has been in the Jewish music radio business for right. ever and a day. Right. Every single celebrity has walked through those right. doors, and I cannot even imagine the devastation. Wow. So there is a way that you can help. They set up a fund. I think they raised $70,000, but they're oh, yeah. probably going to need, need more. a little bit more. So Have they spoken about a plan for after? Are they going to rebuild there? Do they have... So he w- Nacham Siegel was quoted as saying, there's a tremendous feeling of hope and resilience and rebuilding, and they you know, launched this online fundraising campaign. You know, people reached out from all over the world because he is somebody that of people course. know for all these years. He's going to be doing his radio show remotely for the time being. And Hashem should bless him that this amen. should be a bracha in disguise. Amen, and amen. and you know what? This is a valuable lesson for anyone listening. Do take pictures of stuff that I value to you. If you have photographs on the wall oh, that are one thought. of a kind, take a picture of it. Right. Scan stuff. You know, yes. I have stuff in containers here, but I've most of my stuff has been digitized at this point. Amazing. So if chas v'shalom, you lose all your stuff. It's you a great takeaway. Yeah, you still have some memory. Yeah. In, in, in today's day and age, like with an iPhone in your hand, there's no excuse really to right. have... Right, everything can be saved on the cloud. If it's important yes. to you. Do you know Kfeller's website? Of course I do. Okay, do you hate them as much as I do? <laughs> um, I, I try not to hate. Right. I so I have no hate. problem hating. <laughs> okay, so why? Well, not hating. I'll tell you what my issue is with Kfeller. I just find like they take the least important things about Judaism and that's the conversation. Oh, absolutely. Um, They're connecting to Jews on a cultural level. Right, exactly. But most of the culture is on TV and that's why every article is about TV or movies or whatever. But this caught my eye because of the connection. You know Allison Joseph's from Jew in the City. Of course. So yes. she's good friends with Mayim Bialik. Right. Who I once met on a flight, okay. actually. And I was fangirling and I went over to her, even though I don't watch TV, but right. I knew she was famous. And I said, hi, I'm Carla. This is my CD here. Take it. And she was right. like, okay. <laughs> and she never I never, never heard from her right, again. Right, right. She is actually producing her own movie, her own film called As They Made Us. It's going to be streamed virtually um, has some Jewish people on the cast. Okay. And I think that's interesting because she's a big feminist and yeah. here's her opportunity to do something independently. Right. And I wonder how she's going to represent Jews in this movie because, that would be yeah, she is very into Jewish culture, yes. and, but she has a loud feminist voice. So yes. that'll be interesting to see. Yes. Speaking of proud and loud, yes. creative, amazing Jewish women. Right. Do you know this girl? I do. I mean, I don't know her, but I know of her, and she's absolutely um, inspiring and unbelievable. She reminds me of like a, another kind of beady, just because I guess they're right. so fit and fast. Right. And so her I know name her. is Liba, yes. Liba Spirit Fit Life on Instagram, and she was on TV this week. Yeah. So last year- She's she... the second Orthodox person, by the way, to Why appear on the show. Why was the first? Um, Michael- Well, she's the first woman then. The first woman, the second Orthodox person. Right. So this is her yes. second go at it. Wow. Yeah, because last year she didn't make it past the first... Uh, the qualifiers or the first round? I think she was on the first episode. And right, right, right. She didn't share on Instagram the details of the show. I guess they're keeping it under course, wraps, so we'll course. have to wait to sure. find out. But if you don't know who she is, she's a firm mother. She dresses sneeistically in a skirt. Of course. And she's appropriate. Her hair is covered. She's probably wearing one of those fit bun shade yes. thingies. And she's on the show with her kids, wearing their yarmulkes, representing... 
amazing, strong Jewish women. Unbelievable. And we wish you good luck, Liba. Amazing. And we hope that you succeeded. And even if you didn't make it to the end, you are still a winner for everything you represent. Absolutely unbelievable. Right. And me and Jamie were like, we can't even imagine. Correct. <laughs> Holding like, from a bar right, and swinging. The last time I... Why are you saying that by looking at me, Hanula? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just... I'm just... I'm just... I'm just the okay, last time I exercised was like pre-BC. BC like before Corona. Before Corona. That's right. like crazy. So I crazy. was training for the marathon and then I stubbed my toe. Yeah, that happens. It was just I a know. sign. Yeah, right. It was a totally. sign. Hashem You're was injured. like, don't Correct. sit down, girl. <laughs> sit down. Let's move on to an article that caught my eye simply because I am obsessed with humor. Yeah, you're That's so like funny. That's like my thing. I am very funny. You're musical <laughs> and funny. The reason I'm very funny, though, yeah. um, is not because I'm musical. It's not related. No, it's not I was just I saying, like, and, and, and. You're amazing. Right. It, it's mostly because my grandmother is a Holocaust survivor. Uh-huh. So I have that gene that comes from being, like, cynical and having all those mental health issues that come right. with being third-generation Holocaust survivor. I'm my, all four of my grandparents were Holocaust survivors. I'm not so funny. Oh, so then. <laughs> it's an interesting theory. Okay. Uh, but maybe, like, you know, like, you know, two negatives equal a positive or well, like, right. So good I have point. so many, also you know, it cancels out and now so I'm very serious. We're, we're just a very cynical and very funny family. What cracks me up is that I have first cousins and uncles that are so much funnier than me. And I'm just. Wow, I want to hang out with you guys. I know. And I'm just like yeah. the most basic of all of them, but I still have a pretty good sense of humor. So this was interesting to me. There is a couple who wrote a book on laughter therapy. Now, this is not news right. that laughter is the best medicine. Correct. I mm-hmm. love it. I love laughing. So this couple, Dr. Brian Kaplan and Heftiba Kaplan. By the Ooh. way, Heftiba. You're right. Totally. <laughs> if you're writing a book on laughter, you're going to have to have your name made fun of. I'm sorry. Yeah. And by the way, but she started it with an, she spelled it very interesting. Hef with a P-H. Hef-het-iziba. Like you would not know how to pronounce that if you were going phonetic. So Heftiba is a very, is, it's a very Hebrew-Israeli yes, Moroccan um, name. Right. <laughs> it's like calling your kid Chatzilim. <laughs> Which, by the way, I love. As a name? Yeah, as a food, as a name. And I would just eat up my kid. I'd be like, I love you, little Chatzilim. Heftiba and Brian. Brian's a pretty ordinary name. They have this book out that basically gives you all these different tips on how you can handle life's up and downs with humor. They're both psychologists and they have people sitting in their chairs crying about all the reasons they're dysfunctional. It's my mother's fault. It's my father's fault. It's my grandfather's fault. Whatever. And at some point you just have to laugh because Jews can be, like you said, when they go to a hotel. Very hard to please. (laughs) Another place. The Waldorf should have Instagram just like for the amount. They should do a comedy Instagram so we could just laugh. Yeah, just from the amount of ridiculous, Uh like the things that come out of Jews' mouths. Requests probably, yeah. Requests. I always think that because a lot of the people who work there are not Jewish and I wonder what they think of us. What do you mean? In the Waldorf? In the in the tourism industry. In right. the service industry in Israel. I think the service industry in general. They just laugh get, at everyone? I don't know if they laugh or cry or right, don't right. want to deal with human beings after <laughs> right, their, right, you right, know, right, a day of work. Right. But, you they know. all faith in humanity if you work in the hotel industry. Well, you would know more than I do, but I thought this was very cute and it's always nice to have books about humor and interesting. Can I tell you something? My, so we celebrated our 18th wedding anniversary and I remember Shidduch dating, and I had a list, Hanala, a mile long. Of what? I wanted tall. I wanted outgoing. I wanted confident. You know, like all the all the things I wanted. Did you not get those things? I saw I your husband. Not. He's not short. No. Maybe that, not outgoing, but not uh, short. <laughs> okay. But very good. Very good. By the way, he's 6'3". Okay. Correct. He's 6'3". Correct. Okay, Correct. good. So you got one of those so things. I did not put on the list funny. And he makes me laugh. 
all the time. It has saved a million fights. It's why we're still yeah, married. Yeah, you're great for marriage. Yeah, it's like the most, I would tell, if I could tell any colonel, put it on the shidduch recipe. Totally. That's all you care about. Just you say you're just joking all the time. I want to get right, divorced. Right. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have humor because life is very intense and, oh, you know, you can't always handle what's coming your way. Another thing that I saw that was not so funny this week, and yeah. I thought this was like, I feel like I know where this is going. Okay. For Cockta Netflix, which is what they should be called, For Cockta Netflix, right. oh is gosh. putting out another show about the Jewish people because yeah. we haven't had enough bad press correct, lately. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, a matchmaking show. I know. Are you the, the woman host? behind it? Oh, I, <laughs> that was my call advice that I was giving to all the new brides. Jamie Gill on Netflix. I, a friend of mine is the host. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah. Because all and, the articles I looked, all the and, articles I looked, they don't know who the host yes, is. Yes, I but know you can't who the host say? is. I cannot say. She's under contract. Also, they want to shoot a scene at Aish also. A normal from wonderful person. Oh, and another friend of mine turned down the hosting. Oh, so they so they reached out. They reached out to a number from matchmakers, mm-hmm. like Shad Khanim, okay. like who do this for a living. I think they okay. they had a show called Indian Matchmaker, which right. was a huge success. Right. So now that they saw this is also a profession in the right. Jewish world, they reached out to a few. So I know one that accepted and one that uh, said thank you, but no thank you. Well, I certainly hope that they make some matches and that yeah. the Jews are represented appropriately well, because you never know, yeah. as they say. You Correct. literally never know. Correct. Let me ask you something. How well do you know Fu, Jamie? I would say okay. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm oh, seriously. You, you actually told me you wanted. A, can I say your idea on the air with, I can't regarding which the music one. museum? Oh yeah, okay. totally. So right. So if, you anyone, are, if anyone wants to fund it, then come to us. And if anyone wants to steal it, that would make me upset. Well, you heard it on the <laughs> podcast first, so please, you know, send us some cash over correct, at the correct, weekly squeeze. Correct, correct. So well, let's just back up for a second. So Jamie has her own line of spices yes. and honeys and mixes. You actually gave me them when we met for yes. the. Farmers Day Support Out. Support our farmers. Support our farmers. I have to tell you that I'm using the same salt and pepper since I got married. Uh-huh. And your spices are the first ones that I actually used till they were done. The chrima wow. is done. I don't know if wow. you're supposed to put chrima. Are you supposed to put chrima on chalent? You can put it anywhere. So I put it in my chalent. I, it's fantastic. I call it like a little bit like the middle. I have a Hungarian rub also. Did you get that one? No, I got the... the uh, fine. The Galilee... Uh, mix Galilee garlic herbs that I put on vegetables get both, get great on vegetables yeah, great on your eggs by the way fish. great at chicken and fish right. the chwaime is fantastic obviously it's made from Moroccan fish mm-hmm. but to me it's sort not spicy of not at all spicy and like it, it's the perfect mix I would put it on roast chicken I'd put it in your chillant in your brownies in your meringues no but why not <laughs> why not I'm it's very te- delicate I'm just testing you I, I, I right, don't yes. understand the scope of correct, the catastrophes that happen in my kitchen listeners Jamie has these amazing spices and honeys thank you Available and, on Amazon, shipping worldwide. Okay. And I highly recommend them. Yeah. And being that I'm such a cooking aficionado, you should take my, if anything, the opposite. Because I know nothing Correct. about you cooking. Correct. You nothing else. These are the perfect spice blend. You don't have to mix up your uh, own stuff. Nothing. And you can put, each one could almost go on everything. Yeah. And then you have the Zatar one, yes, which is great on pita. And what I liked was that all four of them are so useful. Thank like the you. pack that it came into. I'm not Thank saying you. this just to make you feel good. Okay. And I, um, but I do feel good. Is that okay? No, no. I, uh, yeah, yeah. You should feel good. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying I'm not here promoting your spices because yeah. I cook or care right. about spices. Right. But you gave them to me yes. and I love them. Thank so you. So let's see how well you actually know your food. Okay. But I really feel like I'm just, okay. I wouldn't say I'm like I'm an expert, but let's go. Okay, so there's this crumiri cookie. It's like this droopy mustache. I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, like that this. looks very familiar. It looks right. like, like a classic bakery cookie. Right. It's like a butter, cornmeal, and a little bit of liquor. I'll take it. Okay. Crunchy, delicious, whatever. Yeah. Anything so, when you start with butter, I'm just like done. I'm in. Yes. Um, so apparently people have thought for years that this was an Italian cookie. 
and they did a little more research and they found that it's actually a Jewish, Jewish cookie, cookie because the word krumari means krum and krum means crooked. Interesting. Like my grandma used to say krumafis. Right. But, but <laughs> I feel feet. it's funny that um, butter would um, feature prominently in a Jewish cookie because of our needs for generally parved desserts. So that's interesting. I wonder if it's like a Hanukkah cookie or Shavuos cookie, like a butter cookie. The town's Jews had Sephardic, not Ashkenazi roots. So maybe the Sephardim were using butter before the Ashkenazim. Okay, right. Okay, I just learned something. Sephardim are not worried about their figures. It's like, (laughs) let's bring on the butter for breakfast (laughs) and for lunch and whatever, you know? I love that sounds. So we're all all for the butter. Okay, Everything's better with butter. Everything's better with butter. That's right. Two more small tidbits that will leave you smiling. Okay. um, That you'll only hear here on the Weekly Squeeze unless you're on Instagram like I am. Too much. I was like, what are we even looking at, Hanala? A very lovely looking pair of sneakers. <laughs> uh, there is a, an Israeli basketball player okay. that performed in Washington the other night. His name is Denny. Uh, oh, yes. You've heard of him? Yeah, of course. Hanala, I you know are stuff. so well read. Well, you know a lot of stuff. Was, first of all, he was drafted. So it was big, big news that he right. was drafted as an Israeli basketball player. Well, call it because he wrote Am Yisrael Chai on his sneakers with a big mug and of it. Are you he, not proud of him then? He wanted his celebra- I, celebrities to speak out about Israel? I am. The there Jewish you people. go. There you go. If more people would not be afraid to make that statement. Yeah. You know, how nice would that be Correct. for us, the Jewish people? Another small and sweet story I saw this week on COL, which is Chabad's website, is that they opened up a Shidduch house in Crown Heights. Wow. And I know, right? That's like, why I love the editor of this. Do you know Micah Sofer? Yeah. I love her. Like yeah. for years, she's the editor yeah. of COL. Well, with all due respect, she's very talented and amazing, but I am not featured on COL's website enough or at all. What? I'll tell you why. why? Because they are at the point that you pay us, we'll promote you. And I resent that a little bit and I'm going to be honest because it is my podcast and I speak my mind here that I am a celebrity enough that the things that I produce and do and create and you know contribute are news and not every single time that I do a show or put out a song or you know contribute to the music scene on some level does that have to be a paid ad and I wouldn't mind to be represented without paying once in my life. Right. So can I tell you two things? Sure. One is I think you're absolutely right. And I think it's well-deserved and um, and you sh- you are news, Hanala, and you're doing you. unbelievable, innovative things um, for women in this space. And Thank you. We're done this podcast. Have yeah, nice yes. <laughs> We're retiring yes. now. Yeah. Um, I want to just say, just so you know, from the publisher's perspective, I'm not speaking about them, but okay. as being someone in the media industry for so long and being in the Jewish media industry, it is so hard to monetize the These efforts. websites? Yes. So like... I don't think, I don't want you to take it personal. I want you to say, I don't know if this is it, but like it's become a pay for play scenario because just so they, they can stay alive also. Just okay, so you know. That's I'm not speaking fair. about them in general, I'm speaking about Jewish media in general. That is fair. Yeah. That is fair. I just want you to know that, but I, but I believe. But there should be a balance. Yeah. A little bit. Correct. Like you throw a bone. Like, Correct. okay, we're going to make yeah, you a story. And then Correct. when your Correct. album comes out, right, you pay yeah. for that. But I feel like every time I've emailed them with something like I did a show or whatever. They want to give it like a promoted or sponsored piece. Half Understood. the time they don't even respond. If, and, and, uh, oh, you should listen because Hanel is unbelievable, amazing, and Thank you so much. Endorsed by Jamie Geller. But this Shadchan house, I thought it was so beautiful. It's a house where Shadchan could get together and discuss ideas for Shadchan. Beautiful. Plus they're offering photo shoots for singles. So wow. that you can have a profile picture. And this wow. is such a beautiful initiative because there are so wow. many people still single that can is use it. Is it only for Lubavitch or could um, be for anyone? 
the matchmaker, you, your name has to be either Chaimushka or... Or Menachem Mendel. Or Menachem Mendel, right. right. So it's possible. <laughs> I'm not saying they'll turn down a Yoyali shot thing, right, but right, it's, right. you know. I would have to say that while it's in Crown Heights, it's most likely that it's not only for Lubavitchers. I right. am a loud and proud Lubavitcher. You are. And I'm married to a loud and proud Sephardi. Right. And I'm not embarrassed. I'm grateful. Right. And I highly recommend... Marrying a Sparty? No, not necessarily marrying a Jamie Gallagher. It's like, oh, the horrors. Totally, my totally. A great Are they guy. funny? No, he no, actually is, is an unbelievable yeah. person. He's yeah. extremely talented. Yeah. He helped me create my studio. Yeah, the panels. Yeah, I do all the panels. Yeah. He's unbelievable. So my husband is very talented and very amazing. I'm not saying I recommend marrying out of your circle. Right. But be open-minded because yeah. my husband's a little more Lubavitch, I'm a little more Sephardi, right. and our children are the perfect mix. Right. And as long as our children are getting married to holy Jews, I mean, I mean, and you I know mean, matches I mean, are I mean, being I made, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. to Yaeli, to Chaimushka, to Chavziba, right. right. <laughs> let it all Brian come together. Brian and yes. it all came back to them. Exactly. So that, my friends, is all the juicy news that you need to know. Thank you so much, JamieGeller.com, Hannah Geller, <laughs> for being here on my podcast today. I hope we run into each other more soon. Yeah. May we only know peace here Amen. in the land of Israel. Amen. And you're always welcome back to Tulsa Weekly Squeeze. Thank you. I Literally, I'll come anytime you want to have me. This is I know, so much it, fun. Isn't this fun? This is like amazing. I know. Now we're like, we have to go to carpool and yeah. get ready for Shabbos. And what? Back to the <laughs> Have a wonderful week. We will see you next week. Good, Good Shabbos.